Welcome to American Patriots Have Responded. I'm Bill Moss. I'm your host. Some people call me the Constitutional Cowboy. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is Fran over here with me. We had a guest scheduled for tonight. I don't know what has happened to her. Uh, we pray that she's okay. I hope she hasn't had an accident or something like that. It's hard to tell with the weather like it is down here right now. Uh, so we'll just pray for her and we'll get her on uh, as soon as possible the next time. Mm -hmm. uh, I had no idea this was going to happen when I put out the uh, advanced uh, notice that she was coming. Uh, but but mm -hmm. we're not going to go into everything she's got. We've got another show ready for you, you know, because you always got to have something on the back burner. Right, friend? Oh, there's so much going on right now. We can't keep it all straight. Yeah, it took about <laughs> 10 seconds to get something on the back burner, then. Uh, maybe 10 minutes, I'll be honest, but, uh, there's so much going on. It, it's just crazy, but I, I want to show you some stuff tonight. Um, uh, I hope it encourages you. Okay. That, that's my biggest point right here. I hope this encourages you. I want you to laugh at one point point. <laughs> and there's other things going on. So just hang in there with us. We'll try to make this a good show, uh, uh, you know, not a drawn out show, but a very informative and, um, encouraging show for us tonight i think we all need some encouragement right now don't you friend oh we need to laugh a little bit too and oh. what we got to share with you i just see he when i first heard it hey and all you people i want to say something friend while i'm thinking about it all you people that's from jackson county kentucky okay if you got last week's paper hey sang on hang on to it okay but i want you to get out here and i want you to get a copy of the Jackson County Sun, okay? And right here in the corner is why I want you to do it. I don't know if you can read that or not, but it says yeah. state's State. auditor, okay? Releases audit of Jackson County Sheriff's fee account. I want to be talking to you about that in the future. So get out and get one of these papers so you can read up on it too. I oh yeah, definitely. I talk ask, him, ask him to autograph it for you. I've done read it once. I get the auditor to autograph it. I've done read it once, but I'm gonna come back and read it two or three times before I talk to you about it. I want you to I want to make sure I've really got my eggs in a row for you. Um, you don't step out just you know real quick. You always make sure and you look at what you're doing, make sure you're doing it right, right, friend? Well, you gotta be right. And uh that's the way I plan on running the sheriff's department too. It's making sure it's done right, okay? And we'll leave it with that. You'll understand that more when you read that article. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's really a shame that, you know, we had somebody who was come in here after the past sheriff and was going to take care of all this, remember? They was going to take care of all this. Well, they still got all these problems. And after seven years, our poor sheriff does not know you have to follow guidelines when purchasing new vehicles according to state guidelines isn't that something doesn't know you got to get bids doesn't know there's a, a maximum amount you can pay i mean come on people <laughs> if you believe that you're standing out there on the side of the cliff looking for jesus and the devil flying around in spaceships i'll leave that alone uh friend i want to show i want to show this first for this first thing here I want you to look at this, folks, because this happened in Paris, okay, on the 8th of January. And USA! 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 
That was Paris, France. That was Paris, France. Now, you know, Fran, we're not seeing all this on our TV sets, are we? We're not even gotten our own people out there doing that yet. Right. Well, wait, wait, now I'll tell you about that in a minute. Don't don't get ahead of yourself. You might mess up. Okay. I uh, wonder that. They uh you don't see this stuff. And the reason you don't see this stuff is because the media is in the hind pocket of the Democrats that's trying to turn our nation into a communist Marxist nation. That Biden has blatantly went out and told them to start pulling uh, broadcast and to start pulling uh, whole networks that don't align with his teaching on COVID, don't align on his teaching on all this other stuff, the critical race theory, all this stuff, you know, that the left has come out with. If you don't agree with that, they're going to start pulling you off the air. Well, you know what, big boys come after me. I don't care. I'll find a way to be, be heard. And if I have to, I'll take about a million people with me to D.C. and stand out there in front of your house, in front of your building, our house, your building that you work in for us, and you will be heard. So I'm tired of it. You can go after OWN. You can go after all these other stations. You can go after me. But this boy just always finds a way to come back. I'm like gum on a shoe. You think you got it off, and then you step on the toilet paper, and it follows you around forever. That makes and sense. If y'all think that's uh, that's a bunch of something they should wipe off his shoes, it's really not. It. This is Bill. I've known him since high school, and everybody can take a look at either one of us and tell that we're no longer freshmen. <laughs> yeah, been a year or two. Uh, I've always fought for what's right, and I always fought for 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 everybody. Ain't it? You have. Got to stand up for everybody. Uh, you know, if there was somebody in school getting picked on, they was littler or they would, you know, had a handicap or something, I was there to stop it, you know? Yeah. And uh, it, it's just been a part of my life growing up. I, I, I tell you, Fran, I, I don't know if I ever told you this. I had a cousin that was born with uh, MS, MD, and cerebral palsy. That's a terrible combination there he was in horrible shape and uh i told my my aunt that he wouldn't make it very long well he lived to be up in his 30s we just lost him a little while back and uh i never could and i grew up with a grandmother that was blind mm. and i never could stand anybody making fun of somebody or picking on somebody or doing them wrong. I never liked it either. Especially if they was, you know, the underdog. Mm -hmm. and, uh, so I guess that's where I got that from. Uh, I was an Eagle Scout. You know, I've done a lot of things and served, served this country in many different ways as first responder and everything else. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's time, it's time people fight. It's time they stand up. It's time we protest, okay? Now we'll go on to the next screen because the next screen's got something else up here for you. Uh, I found some of this. France found some of this, and we, we put it together tonight. Uh, here's more. Anti-vaccine protesters rally in France, Germany, Australia, and Italy. 
More than 100,000 people marched across France. This was the 8th of January against government's plans to introduce a COVID-19 vaccine pass, okay? So this is what was going on in France. You don't hear that these people are standing up. You don't hear they're marching in the streets. You don't hear that they're, they're, they're literally being beat by the police in some places, okay? And, are you watching TV? Would you shut it off? Uh, many of the... Uh, you know, people that were in the Paris, the protesters were unmasked, uh, braved the cold and the rain on Saturday carrying placards that read truth, freedom, and no to vaccine pass. Okay. And that's what we've got to do in this country. Uh, no, we've got to stop complying. You know, I've been talking about all along, be non-compliant. You know, they tell you, you've got to take a shot, tell them, you know, to take the shot yourself. Now, I put it nicely. Okay. And they, t- they tell you, you know, that you've got to wear a mask. Tell them, no, you don't. If they tell you you can't come in without a mask, tell them that's fine. You'll find some place else to drop your money. Okay? Uh, because you'll find some little guy along the street that's got a, a mom and pop shop that sells the same thing. It might cost you a little bit more, but at least you still got your freedom. Every time you comply to these laws, and, and they're not even laws, they're mandates, which are not laws, which means they're not enforceable. Even an executive order is not a law. I don't care what they say, according to the, to the Constitution, it's unenforceable. Uh, when they, they create these things and you comply, then you are just turning right around and saying, here's my rights, take them. Because your rights, you can only keep your rights if you stand up for your rights. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. Some also took aim at President Emmanuel Macron, who had caused an uproar last week when he said he wanted to piss off, I'm just going to say it, the unvaccinated by making their lives so complicated they would end up getting the jab. That's what they're trying to do to you here in America. You just got to wake up and see it. That's what they're doing to our friends up in Canada. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys, you know, you guys need to wake up too. We need, we need, to, we need this whole continent needs to be rocking with people in the street. You know, we don't have to be violent. We just have to be out there and, and just take off work, take off everything and piss them off. Okay. The protesters report, uh, reported by adopting his language, chanting, we'll piss you off. That's what we have to do. Now, yeah, it's going to cost you some money to be off work. And, you know, if, if everybody at work takes off, they're not going to be able to fire all of you. Just tell them, so we'll be back when the mandates end. Carhartt, Carhartt, Francine, I bought Carhartts most of my life, okay? And I don't know if none of your family have or not, but Carhartt, a good quality work clothing, right? Right. And... You know, when you work out in the cold and you work out, in the, you know, I've worked out in construction, I've worked out in the forest, I've worked out, you know, many different jobs where I was outside equipment, you know, running equipment. So when you do that, you need these clothes, okay? But there are other manufacturers, right? Exactly. That manufacture the same quality. And, you know, I got in a conversation today on Facebook about this because I'm going to go off of this for a second and come back to it. I got in this conversation on Facebook because somebody said something about, you know, somebody that said we need to boycott 
Carhartt, okay? And uh, I turned it in to a chance to try to educate people on the Constitution, right? Right. And I said, there's more than meets the eye. And then I put up the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment began, begins out that you've got a right to be, be uh, secure and say, you know, safe in your own body, right? Mm -hmm. If somebody's putting something into you that you don't think might not be healthy for you, that's not being safe in your own person. Nope. You know, it says you you got a right to, you know, being secure in your person. So they can't force you to take something like this, number one, okay? Number two, the a second reason they can't force you to take it is because it's an emergency use authorization only. And if you take it, then that's compliant. Uh, uh, unless you're just forced to, and that don't mean by by compelling you to for losing your job. If they hold you down and give it to you, then you might have a chance to go back to somebody, the government. But you cannot go back on the manufacturers. The government's done took all that liability away from them. Okay, you can't go back on the doctors because that's going to be you know that's took off too. You know because the manufacturer can't be sued, and the government's telling them to do this. But if your boss tries to coerce you, if they try to take your job, you've got a right because this is an emergency use organization to say no, let them fire you, find you a constitutional lawyer and file suit immediately. Now, Bill, I talked to a lady today. She said her husband works for one of those big uh, companies out here manufacturing some uh, goods that keeps the country running, okay? And uh, she said that he, he either has to take the tests every two we every week, or he has to go ahead and get the jab in order to keep his job. Well, the Supreme Court came back and already said that that's unconstitutional. They can't do that. But it's only for the manufacturers and companies that's got 100 people working for them. But they didn't say anything at all about the medical field. Or the other, uh, or the military, or anybody else. It was just the. Well, they did say that the medical field, certain people, which probably end up being all of them in the medical field, and federal contractors would have to take it. That was in the that was in the decision. Um, that is unconstitutional again. Yes, it is. You know, if you go to work, okay, if you're born an American, you're an American. If you come into this country legally and you 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 go and get your citizenship the legal way, you're an American. Right. You're entitled to every right on the Constitution of the United States. It don't say that if you do that and are a truck driver, you're entitled to it, or if you're a dock worker, you're entitled to it, or if you're, you know, a lobster fisherman, or if you're a you know, a tuna fisherman or you're, you're a farmer out in the field, you're entitled to it. Right. And that if you're a doctor, nurse, you know, CNA, all these different things that they have, you know, in the medical field or, you know, a, a, even a paramedic or an EMT or, or whatever, that you're, you're, you don't have rights. It does not say that in the Constitution. It also does not say in the Constitution that you have to give up your rights because you go to work at one of these things. So therefore the Supreme Court made an error in its ruling. And I would take it back to Marbury versus Madison. I know I talk about this a lot, but this is an important, this is an important 
decision by the Supreme Court. 1863, it's never been overturned. Not one time, friend. You realize that's a lot of time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, in 1863, uh, the Supreme Court ruled that anything that is repugnant to the Constitution is null and void. Okay. The Supreme Court works for you. Their decision, if it's repugnant to the Constitution, is null and void. Now, I want to go farther into this because there's a lady, I think her name's Susan. Her last name was Chumley. She's got a podcast. I haven't got a chance to look her up yet, okay? But she was on news uh, yesterday, and uh, I believe it was on OWN. And she was talking about the Constitution, and she was going right down the line. She was doing great with it, okay? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, she went off to the left. Well, that's the left. Went off to the left, okay? Uh, she said that, uh, you know, legislature and president can't take away your rights. Still going right, okay? They can't do it. But then she said, unless the Supreme Court rules that your rights are not as important as the greater good. That is communism speaking. Yep. That is communism speaking. Let me tell you what I said in this Facebook thing. I went down through there and I discussed, you know, the the, uh, Supreme Court, the limits of the law, you know, the limits of what the Supreme Court can and cannot do, okay? And then at the end, I made a point. And the point is that we can no longer just sit back and allow our rights to be taken, okay? We can no longer do that. And we have, and another thing I didn't mention in there is that we have to start standing up to people immediately when they say something stupid like that. We have to know our constitution. We have to stand up to them and say, no, you're full of it. Okay. That's the way we do it. I mean, we cannot just continue to go along with whatever the Supreme court says. There's a lot of things the Supreme court has done that is illegal. Your right to life begins at birth. Yeah. But yet they allow them to do partial term abortions. And now they're doing abortions where they lay the baby out on the table while the mother sits there and drums her finger. Do I want him or do I not? Or picks a daisy. You know, do I want her? Do I want her not? Do I want her? Do I want... Oh, go ahead and let her die. And they let the child lay there unattended on a cold steel table until it dies. We can't do this no more, people. No. We cannot do this. We cannot allow parents to be shut down in school board meetings. We cannot allow people to be shut down in county meetings or in in, uh, city halls. We cannot allow the government to come into our counties and tell us how to live. We have to stop it, right? We have to stand up and, and demand our freedoms to be restored and not to be taken from us. Or we're going to lose it. There's no other two ways about it. 
Well, right now, what we're seeing in these foreign countries is much greater than what's going on in ours. Let's go back to that article now, friend. Um, what gets me is we've got a lot of people out here that, that uh, know things are not right. And people in other countries are standing up and chanting USA, 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 but I don't see very many people here in the US unless they're at a big rally be able to, to stand up and say that just, just because they can. Everybody has cowered since the January 6th protest. They've crawled off in a hole and forgot all about the fight for freedom in their own country. And it saddens me because there are so many people across the world that's doing these chants, USA, USA, USA. You know, they want to be like the Americans, you know, and they want us to rise up too. And we're like a bunch of whip pups over here, except in some places. Okay. Now we do have people protesting. We've had them in Indianapolis, California. We've had them, you know, different places here recently but not to the volume of what they're doing. I mean, France, they was all over France, right? All over Germany, yeah. okay? Uh, 300,000 COVID-19 infections in a single day, okay? Uh, the French interior minister said 105 people participated in Saturday's protest across France. 18,000 of them were in the capital of Paris were police reported to arrest and three officials slightly injured. Uh, they arrest and three officials injured. Elsewhere, there were 24 arrests and seven police officers slightly injured during the ministry. Among the larger demonstration, about 6,000 demonstrators turned out in Toulon, while in Montpellier, police used tear gas during uh, clashes with protesters. More than 40,000 people also protested in Australian capital, Vienna, where vaccination against COVID-19 is set to become compulsory from next month. In other words, that, that means they're going to start rassing you down and giving it to you. You're not going to have a choice. Police said the demonstration was largely peaceful. Now, you got to think about this. If this is happening in Australia, it's coming to you. In Germany, protesters rallied in several cities on Saturday with the largest event held in Hamburg, where some 16,000 people attended, according to the police. The protest was held under the banner, enough, hands off our children. That's kind of like the shirt I've got for sale that says, you know, uh, don't tread on our kids with the Gaston flag. Uh, protesters take part in the demonstration and hope banners reading we are the red line no compulsory sorry vaccination protect the children and double vaccinated lied to multiple times booster no thanks and Dusseldorf Western Germany on December 18 2021 and then down here Italians Italians together. I want you to look at these Italians. These Italians, a lot of them are older people. That is an older nation, okay? Uh, I joked with Ed the other day. I said, that's a geriatric nation, and they're out there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
Italians get a protest against mandatory vaccinations for people more than 50 and stricter rules for the unvaccinated in Turin, Italy during January 8, 2022. Germany, which is considering imposing a general vaccine mandate, began offering COVID-19 jabs to children between the ages of five and less 11 last month. One protester wore a Star of David with the inscription, unvaccinated. According to a police tweet, officers added that they were investigating for incitement. Because he wears a Star of David with the inscription, unvaccinated. That's incitement. See how this is going crazy? Uh, that, that's freedom of speech. In Berlin, one coronavirus demonstration took the form of a car and bike convoy. Police counted more than a hundred thousand, more than a thousand vehicles, 70 bikes, and approximately 200 people overall. German health minister Karl Lauterbach said that the arguments made by vaccination opponents and coronavirus deniers had lost all measure and focus. A small group, you know, they always do that. They always try to discredit, don't they? Uh, yes. A small group is willing to wipe all scientific knowledge off the table and voluntarily enter a bubble of bogus truths, he said in comments on the wild M. Sontag newspaper. Okay. Well, let's, let's stop right there for a minute, friend. Let's stop right there for a minute. Because I got something to say. Uh, you know, uh, he's talking about everybody's ready to wipe away the science, right? Mm-hmm. Now, we just found out, and, and we, we'll bring this probably up in another show soon. We just found out that Anthony Fauci, this is documented, this is all, all provable. Anthony Fauci, uh, you know, all the people that were standing up and saying, oh, yeah, you got to get the COVID shot. Believe in the science. All these scientists are up there. We're, you know, we're the scientists. We're telling you, you got to believe this, right? Well, it turns mm -hmm. out that not only did Anthony Fauci invest in the vaccines, not only did Anthony Fauci invest in remdesivir, okay, and invest in this and invest in that. On the HIV medications, too. Oh, yeah, and on the HIV medications. Mm -hmm. We're killing kids in, in New York and everything back years ago. You know, it was 84. And all this time, you know, we've been hearing, listen to Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci says, I am science, right? Remember that? Right. So everybody's telling you to listen to him. Everybody's telling you to listen to these scientists. Well, it just turns out since COVID-19 started and Anthony started investing and his wife started approving these drugs, Anthony Fauci has paid out $50 million in grants to those scientists that's been standing up telling you to take the vaccine, to wear the mask, to stay in your house to lose your job. Anthony Fauci bought them for $50 million. That's what I wanted to come back over here so I could look you in the eye and tell you. Now, going back, we'll pick up here again. So can, I say some, can I say something before we go on? Oh, yeah, you sure can. Yes. I'll come back to you. Uh, okay. Now, we are not saying the COVID virus is just somebody's pipe dream we're not saying that what we're saying is it's real it makes people sick 
And if they don't know what's going on, it can make it worse if they haven't got the information about what's good for you and what's not. That remdesivir has got lots of different um, um, side effects, and of which is death and organ failure. Right. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of people that get it. There's not very. There's not many people out there that have died from it, number wise. But it can make you real sick and keep you sick for a while. As a matter of fact, I've got a friend that's on dialysis from now on just because she had had COVID and had remdesivir in the hospital. I can't prove it, but hey, you got to follow the science. And if it happens, it happens. I know several people around here who's went to the local hospital and uh, and treated with remdesivir. Their symptoms worsened. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. They were put on a on a ventilator. Their symptoms worsened. They gave them an antibiotic, which is not what you give for Uh a virus. You give, you know, there is nothing for a virus, really. That's why you can't get over the common cold. You just have to suffer it out. Uh, These these people knew what they was doing. They put this virus together. Okay. You notice they didn't put put a you know some kind of bacteria together where you know where it could be treated with antibody mm-hmm. so uh, anyway when they give them this antibiotic the last three people i know of that's died that way the doctors have said it turned their lungs to concrete yep now i don't know what they said about the ones before that but there's been a lot of people dying that i've known Okay. Yeah, I got the word last week. Uh, one of my cousins, uh, her husband passed, and that's exactly what happened to his lungs too. Our church, there's a lot of prayers going on. Okay, for that mm-hmm. and things, but there's a lot of people with COVID. I think I told you, uh, police officer uh, friend of ours uh, is in the hospital right now on the respirator. Okay, that was his choice. Uh, the, you know, there's other people. Are you know not only our church? When you when you open up my Facebook and you start looking at the news feed, it, it's it's eighty percent prayer request. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it just seems like everybody everybody's getting this stuff, and. Uh, but I, you know, I'm gonna step out here, and I, I'm not stepping out on a limb because I can back this up. And I think you'd be comfortable out here with me on this branch. Uh, this was a orchestrated, man-made bow bow weapon attack. Yes, it is. Anthony Fauci went to DARPA. He tried to sell it to the military through DARPA as a bioweapon. He wanted to do this to create a battle weapon. Well, a bioweapon is used to kill people. And the problem is when you use a bioweapon that is also a virus, it never dies. It'll always be in the atmosphere, okay? It'll always be out here. When you do that, um, you have committed a lot of crimes, okay? Because you're killing millions of people and it will continue to kill people throughout 
our lifetimes and many more. Okay. Because it will take thousands of years probably before somebody comes up smart enough to stop this thing. If then, if there's enough people left to figure it out. You fear a, a radiological, you know, nuclear attack. In many ways, that would be much more, uh, what would you say, much more humane? Because it would be quicker and it would be over. Look how people are suffering. And Anthony Fauci still sits up there making the highest salary in our government. What is going on? Does that make sense to you why he should be making so much money and he's killing all these people? He makes more money than anybody else in the U.S. government. Did you know that? Yeah. But see, Fauci's not alone. There's a lot of other people out there. A lot of co-conspirators. We're going to get to that in that one article. <laughs> so, something that it, now now normally we check things out a lot but we've heard information about different things that was going on and then we check them out we see them i run it past bill bill runs it past me we look at it and it matches up with everything else that we've seen and done so when it comes out whether it be tonight or whether it be later in the week once we check it out a little bit more um you're going to see other names pop up. And these are, these are individuals that is uh, going to be on the short end, shall we say? Right. And we won't have to worry about any more the reason defamation I'm, from them. The reason I'm pretty comfortable going ahead and putting it on night. And if it's wrong, we will retract it. We'll tell you. Mm -hmm. right? Uh, but the reason I'm comfortable with what I'm going to show you in a little bit, bringing it out, it was actually uh, by a paper that uh, is accredited by the California News Publishers Association. So it's, it's uh, you know, it's accredited, okay? Uh, that, of course, you know, with the media, you never know. But I mean, this is not, you know, at least saying, take the COVID shot, do this, do that. I mean, this is bringing us something that we heard was true uh, through attorneys and people like that, that I can't reveal. I've heard that they're true and I haven't said anything about this waiting to hear if it had been done. And if we seen something in print before I bring it out and that's why I haven't done it. Now this justifies what I've been hearing. So I'm comfortable bringing it out. Like I said, if, if it turns up wrong, we're going to come right back and tell you. Okay. Just keep watching. But I'm telling you, this is going along with everything I've been hearing that was happening. And uh, it happened a little while back, and I didn't know it was happened yet. And Fran actually got the information on it. Uh, protests also took place in Italy with hundreds of people in the city of Turin protesting against rules that make vaccine manda mandatory for anyone more than the age of 50. Tougher laws are also coming into force for others. From Monday, those who are unvaccinated can no longer use public transportation or visit restaurants. Now, this was out of an Al Jazeera uh, news agency. Uh, it was some time ago, too. Yeah. 
But the th- well, it wasn't too long ago because this was uh, this hat. This was come out on the ninth. Ninth of January. Yeah, a few days ago. Yeah, you know, it's about about a week or within a week. Ago. Yeah, and uh, so I mean, but this is something that's you know pretty much up to date here. So I wanted to bring that to you. Uh, now I want to move on because there's a rally going on right here in Kentucky. Okay. And I'm going to do my best to be there. Okay. Uh, weather in the Creek depend, you know, Hank Williams used to say, good Lord willing. And the Creek don't rise. rise. <laughs> Down here. I say the good Lord willing, the Creek don't rise and the snow don't fly. Okay. Because <laughs> if you ever drove on Jackson County roads and the, in the, in the snow, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if I hadn't had as much defensive driving training as I've had, I would have wrecked twice today. And, uh, all I did was run out to the store and back a little County store here, uh, about eight miles. And, uh, I was within a mile of the house and almost got it. Uh, well, I slid around a curve. I was going really slow, but I slid completely around that big curve and sideways. And then, uh, I got lined out and got down the road a little bit. Some guy started to pull out from me on a sheet of ice. And uh, I managed to lay on my horns and he stopped and I was able to slide past him. But uh, it's dangerous out uh, when it gets down here. But if at all possible, I'll be there Saturday, February 5th at 1 p.m. It goes from 1 to 3 p.m. It's a bill to end the mandates, the vaccine mandates. Okay. Uh, And we're going to go. We're going to stand up with the people. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going there. This is put on by Senate candidate, Andrew Cooper Ryder. Okay. And, uh, he's from Lexington. He's running for state Senator. I think he'll make us a good one. Uh, if he was in, in uh, my area, I'd probably vote for him. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, because everything I've heard out of him, he's come down here to my community and spoke on our, on our request. And, uh, He's, he, he's the guy that owned brewed coffee in Lexington, Kentucky, and the governor tried to shut him down. He wouldn't shut. They, they're still fighting to keep their liquor license uh, because it's a restaurant. You know, it's got liquor for the coffee and stuff. They drink, you know, mix it with the coffee. And uh, so it's a big deal. And uh, he never shut down. Uh, they did shut him out of his business one day, but he just parked a food truck out front in the parking lot and kept working. So... I mean, this is a guy with tenacity, you know what I'm saying? He's a young guy and, uh, he, he, you know, he makes a lot of sense when you listen to him. So if you will come on out, uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, the 5th of February at 1 PM at the Kentucky state Capitol in Frankfort, Kentucky, you'll have a chance to meet Andrew Cooper Ryder. And if at all possible, if you want to meet me, I will be out there to look for the white cowboy hat. You won't miss me. Uh, well, there's a guy there over there, right there, friend. He's got one. So you might have to look for, look for me a couple of hats, but, uh, yeah. So come on down to the state Capitol. Uh, it's house bill 28. Uh, it's a, a bill that would end vaccine mandates and vaccine passports in Kentucky. Uh, this bill is currently in the committee on committees and needs our support to get it passed. So uh, we're going to go down there on the 5th, okay? And once we get it, do this, hopefully it'll move from that into a committee. It'll go to the House for uh, a vote. 
and it'd be like, you know, Senate Bill uh, 26, uh, 126, we got shut down the other day. So um, this is also, uh, you know, I'm part of a, of a thing called uh, Take Back Kentucky's Fifth, and that's the Fifth District of Kentucky. And in that, what we're doing is we post and we spread the word about bills that are coming up, and we talk about what's in them. And then we turn around and if they need, you know, if we need to start raising cane with our legislators, we do. We've been successful in turning some bills over uh, to keep them from, you know, stripping more things from us. So uh, if you're interested in Take Back Kentucky's Fifth or Take Back Kentucky, either one, you can contact me and I'll put you in touch with somebody or I'll invite you into the fifth. So you're welcome to come. Uh, moving on. We got the next thing coming up here is, this is funny. <laughs> yeah, I was watching uh, Flashpoint earlier and come across this and I asked Bill to set it up because this is what it is that the whole show has been about. We've got we've to start not complying and find a way to let people know that if they're gonna follow the agenda, then they don't need to be following us. Shall we say that? Yeah. Yeah. So Bill, take it away. Well, this is kind of like, you know, when I was talking about Carhartt, right? Uh, up here, bed, bath, and be gone. <laughs> so just watch this. But when you do, uh, he there's a, it's a TikTok video. Look at the top of the screen of the TikTok video and read the ticker tape running across the top. Because this, my friends, is hilarious. This is truly hilarious. You got the volume on? Yes. Right. Undo the volume. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I know what I did. Uh oh, give me a minute. <laughs> Okay, I went too far. That's the wrong one. Where'd it go, friend? Oh, here it is. Volume. Got it up. What is wrong with the volume now? Well, it's probably because. Uh, Mike, before you talk, because I'm going to have, I'll have to interrupt you. I got volume now. <laughs> I just got to get it back to the right spot on the, on the video. This program is brought to you by the partners and friends of Creflo Dollar Ministries. Coming up next on Changing Your World. We've got to learn how to fellowship with God in the midst of... You pulled it back over into the next film. You need to go back, back to the, to, right. to the uh, flashpoint. There you go. Oh, God. Step down, Bob. 
13 minutes. Actually, it's a little farther than that, eh? Uh, that's, 13 minutes is right close there. enough. Right there. Bro, what's his commercial? Manufacturers in the USA, Plantation Shutters for you is your best choice for Plantation Shutters. Custom measured and installed just for you. Built to last forever. Call today for a free consultation. Discounts for all military and first responders. If you support Joe Biden and our liberal, don't call us. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best commercial I've heard lately. <laughs> if you support Joe Biden and our liberal, don't call us. Oh. <laughs> uh, that took some gall, you know, because, you know, the council culture is going to be all over that, you know. Yeah. But we, uh, can, we can find all kinds of things, different opinions from everybody. And, and this country is split between those who think one way and another it's not necessarily biden and trump it's it's right and wrong and rights and no rights and or socialism it, it, and not enough with the gameplay i'm ready to get back to business and be able to do the things that we were doing long before this ever started and you know, i, I, I want to get us back to night uh night uh, 2019 the end of 2019 where we were really rolling, doing good in this country. That's what I want to see. I you know, to... as strange as things were at the beginning of 2020, that's when things started picking up for me. And that's when things started rolling because everything was falling into place for me at that point. And I have been busy since then. I have traveled, well, I've traveled to six, oh, yeah. 14,000 miles since June of the last year. And I was doing that for about a year and a half, going back and forth between here and, and down south and back up around doing doing what it is that I needed to be doing. And things have really changed in my life. And I'm not the same person I used to be in 2019. Well, so. in 2019, we was doing pretty good. People were working, they were getting being able to buy houses, okay? Mm -hmm. They was being able to do a lot of things they hadn't been able to do. And some of them never been able to do it. You know, people of color, people, you know, that were stuck in poverty and, and, and you know, in really people moving out, out of ghettos, white and black ghettos, yeah. Spanish ghettos, Chinese, you know, little Chinatowns, of, you know, basically were ghettos. We're moving out, moving up. You know, George Jefferson used to say, moving on up to the east side. That's what <laughs> they were doing, you know. And uh, you, you was able to buy that apartment in the sky or, you know, that, that uh, town home or, or maybe that place out in the country or that place in town. Uh, and now a lot of those people that just bought them have lost them. And yep. that's going to ding their credit forever. Yeah. Now, what I had heard, those that, could not make their house payments because of the lack of job or employment or, and the stimulus wasn't enough to help out. I'd heard that they understood that their mortgage payments would be paid at the end of their mortgage. Well, it was not the end of the mortgage as much as what it was is at the end of the release of the, um, Funds. the time, the time frame, and they have to pay up all, the, all those back payments that the whole, the whole time they hadn't been paying payments. I was told 
that the 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 balance would be tacked onto the end of the loan, and instead, what happened? They got hit with a balloon payment. Yeah, and they got to pay all everything they didn't pay. They got to pay it once, and uh, that that's a horrible thing to do to anybody. You know. Yeah. What do you tell your wife and kids, or your husband and kids, or what do you tell you know your kids if you if you're a single parent? Oh well, you know we we had that slice of the American dream, but we only got one slice. We didn't get the whole pie. You know. Yeah. You know, I think if Trump came back in office, he'd get us back on good financial footing. Okay, I believe that. Uh, I still got questions. I ain't I ain't hit it about it. Still got questions about why he keeps pushing this mandate. Well, not the mandate, but the but the vaccine. Uh, knowing, knowing what we know and what we've discovered in it. You know, and, you know, I had a nurse, I tried to talk to her about it when I was in the hospital back at this. And she's like, oh, well, there's so much fake news out there. I was on CNN, MSNBC, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. I said, like, yeah, there's a lot out there on that. Well, you can't believe everything you see on the internet. I said, don't, lady, I do research. I said, uh, have you even looked at the VAERS reporting on this virus? on the antivirus and what it's doing to people. No, I just seen a lot of people die. Of COVID. You, you've seen a lot of people die of COVID because you've been giving them a rendesivir. And I says, you're too lazy to look it up and see what the side effects are. Yep. I said, I know people that's had it. I know they have side effects. And I said, I also know that when you put them on remdesivir and then you shove that vent in them and then you shoot them up with that antibiotic, their lungs turn to concrete. And I said, that's when people die with COVID. And I said, the other thing I know is that the hospitals are full of vaccinated people, not unvaccinated people. And she just shut up. Yeah. You know, that when, when you change the definitions and legally, to where it includes something other than what the original definition had to begin with. You can twist and distort what it is that we know to be true to fit the narrative that other people want you to believe. And that's, that's part of what the problem has been. Well, you know, it, it started out just like with the CRT. I identify as a man, you identify as a woman. Um, mm -hmm. uh, this person down the street says they're a woman that identifies as a man or they're a man that identifies as a woman. And they push that. It started out actually with, you know, pushing the gay agenda. And then it come out with this. Okay. Uh, and we start having transvestites doing strip dances in the school, in the libraries for the children's are. Okay. And then we become out. Well, well, I'm gender A, I'm gender B, I'm gender C, I'm gender D, X, Y, Z, you know? And there's something I don't know the definition for even. It, it sounds funny. It's called cisgender. Do you know what that is? I haven't got a clue. Do you care to know? No. <laughs> I don't either. That's why I haven't tried to find out. Uh, I've got better things to do with my time. <laughs> when, when your child goes to school and comes home and says, my teacher says I can be a different sex and you ain't got nothing to do about it. That's the time I'm going to slap that child and its teacher. 
You know what I'm saying? Good thing I don't have any kids left in school because, I mean, you know, they're pushing their rhetoric into the household, okay? And they're turning kids against their parents. They're confusing kids and their gender. Um, these kids are all messed up. This mask, so tell, am I laughing or smiling or am I frowning? Can't tell. Well, so they grow up knowing it's normal. Me, when you talk to me, you know, if I'm doing this, I'm in a good mood, but if I go, Francine, she says, oh, Lord, there he goes again. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, like I said, we knew each other for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And I know when your hair stands up and run. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that video. Uh, I'm still not got to where I'm going here. Now, here's the last thing I want to bring up. We said there was a uh, a news article, and this, like I said, is California uh, News Publishers Association that has is supposedly on this. So, hopefully, this is true. We heard this was coming. Uh, I actually know one of the attorneys that's been working on this. Okay. So what it says is gouchy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there's not much difference between those two. They just work in different ways. <laughs> yeah, they're partners. Uh, Gates, Alchi, and Dazak charged with genocide in court filing. All right. Think about this. No, not in the United States court, but in the international court. This is the court where they held the Nuremberg trials, okay? In a stunning 46-page legal filing of the International Criminal Court on December 6th, an interpreter attorney and seven applicants accused Anthony Fauci, Peter Daszak, Melinda Gates, William Gates III, and 12 others of numerous violations of the Nuremberg Code. These include various crimes against humanity and war crimes as defined by the Rome Statutes, Article 6, 7, 8, 15, 21, and 58. Now, keep in mind the United States did adopt the, Urim, the, the Nuremberg Code, okay? Uh, going down here. Beside the four kingpins, 12 others were named, including the CEOs of leading vaccine corporations and the health leaders held accountable for the United Kingdom. All of them that produced vaccines. Albert Buller, Borla, CEO of Pfizer, which, you know, me and Ed was talking. Ed found something back at this. We were talking about this the other night, uh, Fran. 70 of the board members for Pfizer are Chinese Communist Party. Okay. That doesn't surprise me. Uh, and the other thing is, if you look at the VARES and you go down far enough in the report, Pfizer is out killing people 10 to 1. <laughs> Not that much, but I mean, they're, 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 you know, well, they're like 69% of the people that's dying is taking the Pfizer shot. And they keep hollering, it's the safe one. Stephen Bansell, CEO of Moderna, okay? Now, Moderna 
is the one that Fauci in 2015 cut a deal with Moderna and they share royalties off of all the vaccines that are created because they had the vaccine back then. All of this stuff mm-hmm. about it's going to take us so long to get it and learn it and how to do it and everything. Didn't you think it run a little awful fast for a vaccine to be produced that fast? Didn't they get that patent back in uh, 2015? Uh, 2014? Yeah. Something like that. I think it was 2015. Uh, we, we, fa- we found it was 2015. And they got the patent, uh, they done it together, and they share in the profits off of Moderna. So now, and then all these other companies that make it, they have to pay royalties to them. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so, because they patented the base vaccine. So now all these other companies are having to pay royalties. And then on top of that, Pouchy invested in Remdesivir, we found out, Okay. So yeah. I mean, you're just looking at all this. Oh, don't forget the HIV medication too. Oh yeah, yeah. The A- yeah, that, that was his baby, but yeah. The AZT yep. was AZT. a profit-making thing for Fauci. That's back in '84, and if you look it up, he killed a lot of children in a nursing home, uh, in an orphanage, in uh, that was New York, wasn't it? New York used them for test subjects. They had nobody there to protect them. Nobody there. You know, there was wards of the state, so they was allowed to do this to them. They didn't have parents represent them. These was kids that was, their parents was, you know, on drugs and stuff. And they got put in an orphanage, and then they were abused, and some of them killed. You know, they, were, they were actually kids from uh, HIV-positive parents. Yeah. And it come out, too, that the AZT was not to cure you. It was to kill you. They because at the time, the people that was coming down here with it was homosexual males, and they weren't socially accepted. So this Nuremberg type stuff has been going on in our country for years. You're just now learning about it. Uh, another one of the defenses is pa- Pascal Soriot, CEO of AstraZeneca. Alex Gorski. Gorski, yeah. I went to school with a Gorski. CEO of Johnson and Johnson, Tedros and Ada Hanhorn, Jenna Bryas. I had done pretty good on that. Director General of the Who. Uh, now I could have just said Tetros. I know who Tetros is, but you might not have. Boris Johnson, you remember him? UK Prime yeah. Minister. He's being charged. Christopher Whitty, UK Chief Medical Advisor. Matthew Hancock, former UK Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. Sajas Jawad, current UK Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. June Rain, UK Chief Executive for Medicines and Healthcare Products. Dr. Rajiv Saha, President of the Rockefeller Foundation. And Klaus Schwab, remember Klaus Schwab, President of the World Economic Mm -hmm. Forum. That is the man that is really pulling all the strings along with like the brand new, the Bilderbergs and the, the DuPonts and the, the Rothschilds and people like that, okay? Um, Dr. Roger Sean, having worked for the Gates Foundation since 2001, was named a World Economic Forum Young Global Leader in 2007. He now presides over the Rockefeller Foundation, a group funding ID 2020, 
along with the Gates Foundation. So see, these people are pushing to make you have to have a vaccine and a passport before you can go buy your food, go to the store, you know, get clothes, toilet paper, anything else. Without that, their idea is that you will eventually uh, subscribe to their tyranny in order to eat. We cannot allow this. People lived off the land many, many years. We can do this again. Uh, I personally have lived off the land out of the last 20 years, 12 of them, uh, before I you know, got into this home I'm in now, lived off the land. Uh, Klaus Schwab, a wickedly intelligent, perhaps diabolical German with double doctorate degrees in economics and engineering, is the founder of the World Economic Forum, a club for the wealthiest percentile of the world's corporate and political elite. He is a power broker who has groomed many presidents, prime ministers, and tech CEOs who now view him with reverence and unswerving loyalty. Swab, an economist and technocrat, has befriended many nations, most significantly China's Xi Jinping, who delivered a key speech at Davos. He praised his vision of a new world order. <laughs> Remember hearing about that in the Bible? Mm -hmm. On January 25th, 2021, Klaus Schwab vowed his support for Xi Jinping and these, with these words, Mr. President Xi Jinping, I believe this is the best time to reset our policies and to work jointly for a peaceful and prosperous world. We all welcome now His Excellency Xi Jinping, President of the People's Republic of China. Many consider Schwab the mastermind behind the current movement towards cryptocurrency, universal identification, and one world fastest government to be run jointly in totalitarian fashion with China. Mm -hmm. Anthony Herrera rose and seven oh, that's attorney uh, attorney, attorney hannah rose attorney hannah rose and seven applicants brought the nuremberg action on behalf of the victims the entire population of the united kingdom she filed the legal proceeding with the international criminal court located at the hague the hague is notable for its long history in helping victims seek redress for war crimes and defining appropriate ethical guidelines for conduct during war. Following the Nazi atrocities committed during World War II, the war crimes, the war crime trials were held in Nuremberg, Germany. Following these, a set of principles was developed, which ultimately led to the development of the Nuremberg Code. These principles essentially meant that anyone, no matter how wealthy or powerful, even a head of state, was not above the law. Oh man, have we heard that for we heard that for four years? How come we don't hear that now? That's because they don't want to be connected with this letter. That's why. All we heard when Trump was coming along, when Trump was coming along, when he was even when he was running, actually we heard it for five, you know, four and a half years. Uh, no, nobody's above the law. Nobody's above the law. Nobody's above the law. Hell, they tried to impeach him for a tweet and said nobody's above the law. Okay, look at this going on. And watch Joe Biden do it. Look at, look at the crime that he's committing in this country right now. These principles essentially meant that anyone, no matter how wealthy or powerful or head of state, uh, was not above the law. The fact that the law of their home nation would permit their action would be 
not relieve the person from justice under international law. In particular, the medical experiments conducted by the Nazi doctors led to strict rules and ethical principles regarding future human scientific trials, including the doctrine of necessary informed consent and freedom from coercion or threat in submitting and experimental drugs. As we all know, before receiving a surgical procedure, there is a legal and ethical requirement that the patient be apprised of any significant potential risk, including infection, bleeding, nerve damage, and even death. The patient usually signs a consent form following this explanation. And as we all know, whatever we receive prescription medication, we are notified of the potential risk on a package insert and usually a discussion with the pharmacist. The vaccines should not should be no different, yet they are. A person about to receive the jab is rarely told that there are risks of blood clots, bleeding, cerebral thrombosis, myocarditis, and death, yet these exist. Okay. Yeah. It's it even more than that. Okay. There's even a whole lot more than that, Francine. There's a whole lot yeah, more. We've been we've been talking about a lot of those different things and yeah. uh We've had a lot of COVID in my family as well. Um, I have a family member who's currently in the hospital but, and having some problems with it. Um, lost a couple of friends to COVID. Uh, a family member just died last week with it. Uh, it it's not going to go away. And it, what we know is not going to change things. But what we know now can help you and your families and your societies and your cities and countries to know that we have this information now and it's finally getting the attention of somebody that can do something about it right and that gives us hope it gives us a, a path to where we can look for to, to go forward and, and that's what if, we're here to do if you've lost loved ones and if this goes through the hate uh I have no doubt that you'll receive justice. Uh, it won't bring your loved one back, but knowing those that are responsible for these atrocities are being held accountable, being put before a judge. And uh, these these crimes, especially six, uh, code 6-3, that, uh, that could mean a death sentence for these people. Yeah. This is serious stuff, folks. So I'm hoping that they're being held accountable finally. I really am. And like I say, we haven't had a chance to find out any more about this paper, but it is an accredited paper. So we went on to run this tonight because we knew that these trials that the lawyers had been working on the paperwork, but we didn't know they had filed them yet. So this should be picking up and going along pretty soon if they file that on the so, yep. but as we as we see, uh, Rand Paul's still working on that there in, in the uh, Congress. Yeah, and yeah. it's just a matter of rounding up the rounding up, rounding them up, sending them off. And maybe he wants maybe he wants to get him before a judge here in the United States get him hung here before he gets hung overseas. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd be closer to why. It's a sad, uh, it's a sad thing. It's, we can't have this. It, this is like science fiction and nobody wants to believe it's here, but it's here and it's real and it's now. And uh, 
Well, when Rebecca, we can't, we can't let this happen anymore. When Rebecca gets on, she's going to tell us about a whole lot more science fiction sounding stuff that's real. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Has to do with AI and robotics and. I've, I've heard a little bit about that too. So. And and that technology is here. Yeah. My dad my dad's died in 2003, and he said the technology was there so that we can drive we can program our car to and go on to the interstate and be going 100 miles an hour if we could sit sit back and read our paper, and the car would take us exactly to wherever it is we wanted to go. We wouldn't have to worry about navigating anything i see an officer pull a pull a car over with some people in it and it, it was one of those cars the driver said wasn't nobody behind the wheel <laughs> they thought they was real smart but you know what he got why they got they all got open container <laughs> or having open containers in a vehicle so that was kind of funny i thought it was oh yeah uh but uh you know i I guess it's all right to have a rolling party as long as you got a, a driver, but the law still says you can't have an open container in the vehicle. And I guess they forgot about that part, uh, you know. So that was interesting. But anyway. I watched a, cu a couple of good old boys driving a station wagon down the road and hit the uh, track the trailer as it was backing into a uh, parking lot. Now, this was after dark. And he comes, he he rolled rolled up underneath that trailer, and the truck didn't even feel it. He must have been loaded down real heavy. Yeah, be sweating there for <laughs> you start talking about these old boy, this old boy driving a station wagon. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Remember that tractor trailer backed up a little bit, and then that station wagon went rolling all down into the ditch. And a guy gets out, shaking his head, he says, "What hit us?" <laughs> You know, I just want to tell these young guys out here, you might want a van, you might want to pick up, you might get stuck with a station wagon, but hey, use your imagination. There's a lot of possibilities. <laughs> right? Oh, oh goodness. We had fun piling people in that car. Oh, anyway. Yeah, with that sunroof. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about my station wagon. Oh, your station wagon. Okay. I have stacked people in it like cordwood. <laughs> okay, let's look at some more of this. Uh, and down there at the button, Attorney Hannah. Yeah, Attorney Hannah Rose notes in point 40 of the new brief that the ethical standards of the Nuremberg Code amount to an obligation on physicians and pharmaceutical manufacturers to abide by its principles. Accordingly, any physician or research scientists found to have breached any of the 10 principles of the Nuremberg Code would face criminal liability. See, this is what I've been talking about on this stuff. Yeah. Been talking about it. Ed's been talking about it. She knows that point 42 of the first principle of the Nuremberg Code is a willingness and informed consent by the person to receive treatment in particular partake in an experiment the person is supposed to be to activate freedom of choices before the intention intervention either through force deceit fraud threat solicitation or any other type of binding coercion you can't do any of that okay so let, let's look at that a minute okay by force, 
okay, they was talking about in Australia, they're going to start forcing them to take it, right? Mm-hmm. Deceit, that's to be lied to about what it is. I've yeah. heard that story, okay, a hundred times. Fraud, oh, yeah. What about the people that Walgreens, right here in our town, told that person that, hey, it's been approved by the FDA. And there's other places that's happened too, Walgreens and others. Uh, threat, okay. What's a threat? Well, a threat and coercion kind of go together, okay? Because a threat could be, if you don't get this, I'm going to kick your butt. That's one way of threatening you. But the other way of threatening you is, is if you don't get this, you're going to lose your job. That makes that threat and coercion, right? Yep. Solicitation. Now, I like TV this. advertisements. <laughs> TV advertisements coming to your door trying to get you to take the shot. Mm-hmm. Or if you come and take the shot, we will give you a free hamburger, fries, and pop. Or you, you or get a chance to win a million dollars. <laughs> or a chance to win a million dollars, okay? Yeah. That is all solicitation. Or any other type of binding or coercion, okay? Well, it gets me when everybody goes in to get that shot, they have to sign that paper saying, yep, I'm going to take it. Right. And that gives them permission to do it. And uh, with what we've discovered that is inside of all the vaccinations, that's total deceit. And uh, you've been. Yeah, you get a flu shot, you get a pneumonia shot. Guess what? You got the COVID backs. Oh, yeah. And it all goes back to them saying that there'll come a day when. Uh, you can sit at your computer and log into it and then uh, get a hold of your doctor, you know, the video chats with your doctor. And the doctor can see through the, his video, his uh, computer, what your body is telling the computer to, so that the doctor can find out what it is. And he can go ahead and not even examine you, but call the pharmacy and, and you can go over and pick up your medication. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about because we've got the we've got the patent numbers on the vaccine that shows what is in the secret ingredients for the trade secrets is what it is and the messenger rna it has the technology to do just what the doctor what they said the doctor is going to be able to do and that they didn't tell people right he goes on to say in point 43, she argues when the heads of the Ministry of Health, as well as the Prime Minister, presented the vaccine in the United Kingdom and began the vaccination of United Kingdom residents, the vaccinated were not advised that in practice they would be taking part in a medical experiment and that the consent is required under the Nuremberg Code. This, as a matter of fact, is a genetic medical experiment on human beings performed without informed consent under a severe and blatant offense in the Nuremberg Code. And they've been, you know, I just want to shine light on this, friend. They've got these, you know, the different various reports. They got like 10, 11, 12 of them, okay? Mm -hmm. 
the one that we've been showing is just a tenth or, or more or less of, of the whole thing, okay? You basically that, have to multiply everything by 10 to get the, close to the right number. Right. And they know that these people are dying. They know these people are getting all these different effects and everything from it. And yet they're lying about it, okay? They're lying about it. They're, they're, they're covering it up. They don't think you got enough sense to go in there and find the bearer's report. And if you just go back uh, one or two, one or two uh, episodes in this show, right from this one, mm -hmm. you'll find the VARES report, okay? Uh, and a pretty up-to-date one. Uh, she, uh, point 44, that there was an obligation for alternative treatments to be discussed, including the risk and benefits of such alternatives. She knows that these were never discussed despite the fact Alternative treatments have been proven to be safe and effective with up to 100% success rate. Alternative, G, HCQ, Ivermectin, there's a couple other out there now, right? Uh, those are the ones that they, they was all saying, oh, them's are the bad drugs. Them, you know, them, them's, uh, them, them's, you know, used to stop diarrhea and chickens get worms out of horses. And stuff. I mean, yeah. it's stupid, okay? Yep. It, it's nothing but stupidity. And if you look on a bottle and it says it's got ivermectin in it and all these other chemicals and you drank it, whose damn fault is that? But you're on. Okay. You you don't go, you don't go out and say, oh, well, this uh this drain cleaner has a little bit of uh, blood thinner in it, so I'm gonna drink it, do you? I mean, it takes, you know, and they try to point stuff and point blame, you know, to, to deflect blame from themselves. A key principle of the Nuremberg Code requires that scientists must be prepared to terminate an experiment at any stage. If he was probable cause to believe in the exercise of the good superior skill and careful judgment required of him, that a, con a continuation of the experiment is likely to result in injury, disability, or death to the exper experimental subject. Uh, in point 46, she argues, it is known that the mRNA vaccination treatments have caused the death of many as well as injury and severe damage, including dis disablement and paralysis after the vaccine was administered. Despite this fact, the government did not instruct the initiation of investigation into the matter. It is also questionable that given the experimental nature of these vaccinations, that there are not any full reports available by the numbers of dead or injured as may be expected in such a medical process for the benefit of the public participation in the experiment. The reader is reminded that Nazi physicians conducted experiments on human beings in a concentration camps without informed consent leading to horrific suffering and death. To dramatically underscore the relevance of Nuremberg to the horrific deaths we now see related to the experimental mRNA vaccination program, Rose in point 34A included a statement from a group of Holocaust survivors, those who experienced firsthand both the Nazi experiments and today the vaccine experiment. This is an excerpt from their unique perspective. We, the survivors of the atrocities committed against humanity during the Second World War, fear bound, follow our conscience. 
another holocaust of greater magnitude is taking place before our eyes. We call upon you to stop this ungodly medical experiment of, on humankind immediately. It is a medical experiment to which the Nuremberg Code must be survived. Holocaust survivor Vera Sharev issued a statement in points 34B and 34C. The stark lesson of the Holocaust is the, that whenever doctors join forces with government and deviate from their personal profession, clinical commitment to do no harm to the individual, medicine can then be perverted from a healing humanitarian profession to a murderous apparatus. What sets the Holocaust apart from all other mass genocides is the pivotal roles played by the medical establishment. The entire medical establishment, every step of the murderous process was endorsed by the academic profession, medical establishment. As a direct result of the Nuremberg World War II experience, the United Nations asked the International Law Commission to develop the Nuremberg principles, the key standards to avoid the Nazi doctor's atrocities. Unfortunately, as Hannah Rose pointed out, many of these 10 principles of the Nuremberg Codes were systematically violated by the United Kingdom and many other countries during the COVID pandemic. In addition to a paramount International Criminal Court was established for investigation enforcement. Known as the International Criminal Court, the ICC began full-time operations in, 20, in 2002 and currently has 123 member nations that have ex, uh, explicitly to yeah. bound by the Roman statutes. United Kingdom is a member while the United States is not. However, under Article 12.3 of the Rome Statute at International Criminal Court, even a state that is not a member may exercise jurisdiction by the declaration lodged with the registrar, meaning that any nation may be subject to the ICC depending upon the circumstances, member nation or not. Keep in mind that Nazi Germany had not consented to jurisdiction now you, you know and i was going to say uh not only did they not consent they they went after mingala whose crimes were very much like fauci's it, you can see that by the holocaust survivors writing uh they although they say fauci's is worse uh so i mean this this is horrible this is horrible icc builds itself as a court of last resort, meaning the claims should be decided in the perpetrator's home nation whenever possible. However, the core principle of impunity drives the ICC, the belief that no one who commits war crimes should enjoy freedom from criminal responsibility. Therefore, the ICC operates as an impartial and omnipotent arbitrator of world human rights and will aggressively step in when it sees flagrant Nuremberg-type atrocities without consequences. This is precisely what Hannah Rose has identified in her legal brief in point two. We have tried to raise the case through the English police and the English court system without success. We have been unable to even get the case registered either with the police or with the court after several attempts. This is such a case, which is why we are addressing the ICC directly. The reason that you can't get the government and you can't get the courts and you can't get the police involved in this is because they're all in this because this is 
uh, a one world government thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, you know, they've all, they've all sold out to it. Another Rose rallied partially upon the expertise of Dr. Michael Yaden, a research-based PhD in respiratory pulmonology and former vice president of chief scientist at Pfizer. In the background section of the brief, she writes in point five, the COVID vaccine do not meet the requirement to be categorized as vaccines and are in fact gene therapy. Appendix A, Dr. Mike Yaden, a joint applicant on this request, asserts that the claims calling the COVID injections a vaccine is public manipulation and misrepresentation of clinical treatment. This is not a vaccine. It's not prohibiting infection. It is not a prohibiting transmission device. It is a means by which your body is conscripted to make the toxin that then allegedly your body somehow gets used to dealing with it. But unlike a vaccine, which is to trigger the immune system, this is no this is to trigger the creation of the toxin. mRNA uses the cells, machinery, uh, synthesis proteins that are Synthes you know, synthesized proteins that are uh, assemble spike proteins of the virus, which keep, is keep going. My, my tongue needs rest. Okay, which is what it is used in the inner cells via the H2 receptor. AC no AC2. Uh, scroll up a little bit because I've got that little arrow there. These no. proteins, okay, these proteins are identified as a, uh, by the immune system, which builds antibodies against them. The real concern is that the proteins could acclimate in the body, especially in regions of high concentration of ACE2 receptors, which are in the gonads. If the immune system then attacks the local uh, location where they are to acclimate, then you have to be dealing with an autoimmune condition, uh, which is most people, most people re uh, realize that is HIV at that point because it, it destroys your immune system. Um, Dr. Yaden mentions in an interview that our governments have grossly exaggerated the entire threat of COVID-19. He notes that COVID-19 represents a slightly greater risk of influenza if you are older than the age of 70, but at a much lower risk than the seasonal flu if you're younger. Um, so it is a, just a absurd, absurd that uh, you should be happy or willing to let your economy and civil society be smashed for something that represents almost to everyone a working lower risk than in, uh, influenza. But that's true, Yaden said in the interview. Given the virus represents at worst a slightly bigger risk to the old and ill and does, than does influenza and a less risk for almost everyone else who's younger and fit, it was never necessary for us to have anything done anything. So as, as we've gone through that, we, don't, we didn't have to go through this stuff. None of us, nobody in the world. 
We didn't That's a long to article. I think everybody has got to adjust yeah. it by now. You know what I'm saying? That you, we can all look it back up and read it for ourselves, but we can, we've read enough that we all understand we've been corn swaddled, as they used to say in the cartoons in our age. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's, I have been angry for a long time, a long time over all this. You know, I'm more angry today. I've been wishing old Foghorn Leghorn would have been in those uh, Senate and those uh, Senate and uh, congressional hearings with Fauci. <laughs> well, yeah, they're 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 reaching the limit of my medications. What it is, is it, as Foghorn Leghorn used to say, "Yes, boy." <laughs> I could I could hear old Foghorn Leghorn. I say I say there, boy. You need a swine. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's a duck that won't float. <laughs> oh, we can sit here and laugh at, at this, but it, it's a—it's not a laughter of fun and joy. It's a laughter of release that we finally found what it is that we've been looking for. Yeah, and uh, that something is apparently getting done that we heard was getting done that will make. They would hope that would get done. You know, uh, yeah. there, there, there's a name missing off there. I think should be on there. Several of them. No, I'm sure there is because they're not. They, these people didn't do this by themselves. Uh, you know, uh, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. They're the ones that forcing the ma the mandates. Yeah, they're the Trying ones that call, caused. Well, well, they 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 put it, they done it, you know. They coerced the companies into doing it by thinking they had to do it, and so therefore, they're they're trying to sit back and say our hands are clean, our hands are clean. We didn't do it because the government said we could. Okay, but yet he turned around and encouraged private business. To, to force their employees to do it, just like Carhartt, just like we was talking about, okay? And Carhartt ain't the only one. I mean, there's a lot of them. And he's, he's, he's uh, got the hospitals all scared to where they got to do it, or they're not going to get their yeah. federal money, you know? Uh, that That is the same as him giving you a mandate. That's the same as him forcing you on a mandate because a hospital can't, ex can't uh, exist if it can't treat the patients with their Medicare and Medicaid. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if I sit 70% of the people that's in the hospital on Medicare and Medicaid by the time that, you know, they're in there. Yeah. All the time. And uh, it's hard enough for them getting to buy with the Medicare and Medicaid, but if people can't pay that, they can't do nothing. You know, so, and I, I'm not a big fan of hospitals because I think they charge ex exorbitant prices. I think doctors charge exorbitant prices. I think labs charge exorbitant prices. And I darn sure know the pharmaceutical industry is the most corrupt uh, thing in the country outside of our own government. Okay. And they're right up there with them. They're hand in hand with them. Mm -hmm. They're all in it together. So they're, they're not any better than our government, but they're no worse because our government is, our, our people in our government 
are taking the money from the pharmaceutical industries when they run for office, when they do this or do that. You know, that's one of the things I love about this office I'm running for, friend. You can't take any money from a business. Okay. So if you can't take money from a business, then you can't be bought by that business, right? Right. And, uh, I, you know, I would like to have some, you know, some help along the way, some donations and stuff. But uh, if, if it means that I've got to do what your bidding is when I get in, just keep your money. I, I'll get in without it. I won't get in at all. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't, you know, when, when I go in office, I'm going to do what the law says, the constitutional law says, okay? And uh, if there's a, a law and, and it's a state law, you know, and they come into the county and say, we're going to enforce this. If it does not coincide with the Constitution, I won't tell them no. You know, uh, or if a public official in my county tells me, we want to do this. Well, I'm sorry, you're not going to. Plain and simple, you know. And I heard a lot of feelings, I guarantee you. But I, I've never been one to back away from from doing the right thing or, or hurting feelings to see the right thing was done. So I, mm -hmm. that's me. You know that you've been, you've known me since I was 16 years old and that's been a day or two. And uh, the whole thing is, is that, you know, we've got to start looking out for ourselves. We can't, we can't depend on our government. We can't depend on somebody to come out of the woodwork or, you know, pull some rabbit out of the hat to get, you know, to, to save us. Uh, it comes right down to us. It comes right yep. down to us. And this is getting to the point it's heating up on the local levels now. Okay. And uh, if you're not careful, uh, they'll be coming to your house just saying, we're taking you kids. Okay. Or, well, this is one show that I would I like to you. ask our audience. I, I'd like to ask our audience to do one thing. If they don't do anything else, uh, share this with everybody. I know I know it's going into several different countries. I know that it's going throughout the United States here. But if we if we don't bring this out so that our officials in our countries know what's going on with the international court, with these people's names on it, because several of these people's names are Americans and they are looked up to as if they are high pressure leaders out there and we can't run the count of the country without them and um, if we if we get this out and we let it the whole world know that the international courts looking at this and it's serious we don't want to have another world war ii on our hands we want to be able to stop this where it's at now worldwide not just in our local areas well i want to ask you about I want to ask everybody to do something, okay? If you look down there on the on that on that on that uh, monitor there that you're looking at, there's a like button and a share button. And I've told you before, we we're not doing this to make a bunch of money or nothing, okay? We're uh, not making any money here. We're making anything at all right now, okay? Uh, I might monetize this shortly because. Um, as you know, one of the businesses I invested in last year went under, so I'm going to have to make it up somewhere. 
so we might start you know monetizing the the show you know and selling advertisement on it uh, just one or two per show though i'm not going to load it down like some people do uh, but the thing is if you'll reach up and hit that like button if you'll reach up and hit that share button uh that not only gets it out to somebody else okay what that does is it drives the algorithm up and when you drive the algorithm up then you start showing up higher in the in the on the on the list so that you start getting more viewers and the reason we want more viewers is because we we are trying to tell you the truth here and we're trying to get the truth out so by liking and sharing you have to raise the probability of us being seen in the algorithm because of the algorithm okay and every one of these networks we're on so like and share and that helps us to get the word out to more people in more places, okay? Uh, we're already in the United States. We're in 15 other countries, okay, on 15 different radio stations, plus the three video platforms like we're on right here uh, with, with Brideon. Uh, we're on Brideon. We're on Rumble. We're on BitChute. Uh, we was on YouTube, but I got kicked off really quick because I told the truth. Fancy. Oh, yeah. And you can also find me, William Moss, on Twitter, okay? And when you find me on Twitter, that's the show. I've got the show on there. And uh, just type in William Moss, and that should take you to you. And if somebody does it and it don't work, just let me know, and I will figure out what you got to type in, okay? <laughs> but... Uh, you know, I, I use Twitter. I use Gab sometimes. I, I've got to get somebody to help me download these things, okay, uh, to other platforms. We need, you know, Gab Spreely. Uh, I, I go on to them. Uh, there's a new one out called, uh, what's that new one they just come out with? There's two of them. Getter. I'm going to be moving over to Getter there and getting something going on there uh, and frank speech maybe huh frank speech frank speech well I, I can't figure out how to make that work where i can get on there and post everything i get is is you know what he puts on okay and i was thinking about going on to trump but you know what i'm not and the reason i'm not is because he's going to charge and I'm sure he'll still sell advertising. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not going to go on there and click and, and, and post and everything and he'll make money off of me and then turn around and charge me for doing it. That's why I left Brideon. Uh, when we were on Brideon Radio, we were paying them uh, about $40 a month to be on their platform just for a half-hour show. It was $40 a month. And on top of that, it's either half hour or an hour. And on top of that, they were turning around selling advertisement on our shows. And they make a whole lot of that advertisement. And since we've been talking about the cancel culture tonight, uh, you know, I mentioned the other night that OAN was being taken off of AT&T. And I think it's, uh, I think it's a dish network. Okay, call your cable providers and tell them that you want own. It only costs ten. It only costs them ten cents per household 
to have on on your television or your cable providers or anybody else. Okay. So tell them to spend the 10 cents. You'd be willing to pay it because that is one of the best news agencies out there, friend. It really is. Uh, Robert Herring started out as a chauffeur for the executives at AT AT&T. Did you know that? And he started his own news agency and he got him some of the hardest working news people there is out there, you know, professional news people. And uh, the man deserves to not get canceled like Mike Lindell. Okay. And uh, they just got up and running a couple years ago, a year or two ago, you know, and uh, because they're telling the truth about COVID and because they're telling the truth about the Biden administration, Biden has issued that or, you know, uh, it was, wasn't an order. It was, you know, he just told them, said, Hey, uh, you know, I don't like the idea of the way they're talking bad about my vaccine, about this vaccine and how they're talking bad about my presidency and how they're talking bad about our crooked ways. So you're going to have to, to cut them off. Basically is what he said. So AT&T and Dish, uh, Dish was the first two to jump on the bandwagon to do that. Uh, when I went and bought a phone it the other day, it was not AT&T. <laughs> and it does not, AT&T does not get my money for me having it either. So uh, that's all I can tell you. Uh, we, we've got to start canceling the cancel culture. Okay. Those that have t- attacked conservatives so long, we've got to start canceling. Hey, quit being so daggone timid. When somebody gets up and tells a bare face, bold face lie, or they tell an untruth, call them out. You know, I, I knew an old woman one time. She was real vocal. And I noticed nobody ever messed with her. She lived over in Louisville. And I asked her one day, I said, Addy May, I said, aren't you afraid somebody going to get up in your face and hurt you? You know, because she's a little old woman, okay? She said, I tell you what, she said, I hope they do. She said, you ever knows I get argued with somebody, my hands in my back pocket <laughs> or in my purse, depending on what I'm wearing. I said, yeah. She's I carried me a slapjack. <laughs> I knew she had that slapjack. That's why she got by with it, you know. Uh, so you know, if, if you out, if you outnumbered or you outsized, maybe you need to get you a slapjack. But don't don't let people run over you. Don't let people take your rights, and don't don't give them up. Don't give them up to this this you know this one world government that are illustrious potentate is trying to lead us into. Uh, I'll tell you what, I, I watched, watched part of that speech he gave the other day. I didn't have the heart to watch all of it because it made me sick in the stomach. But uh, I never seen so much lying going out of one mouth one time. And then when he was asked about something he didn't like, he was right hateful with the press. That is going to cost him in the end. That is going to cost him in the end. Because when when this cabal and the Democrat Party falls, especially when the Democrat Party falls in 2022, CNN's about bankrupt. Did you know that? 
It don't much matter. There's a bunch of them that's going to fall. They're about bankrupt. They've lost over 70% of their audience. Okay. They thought they'd get Chris Wallace, move him over from Fox, put him on there, pay. You got to pay to see. Smallest artists in the history of television. We actually get more viewers than he got that night. So you look at it that way. And uh, when, when, these, when, these, when these people is telling news, some of these news anchors are ate up liberals, period, okay? Others of them are being forced to tell untruths, okay? It's just like, you know, you take the shot or you lose your job, okay? That little girl out of Texas that stood up out of, I think it was, what was it, Houston or Galveston that stood up there, Fox 12, I think, down there, come out, James O'Keefe. And right in the middle of her show, man, she just nailed him, walked out. It was a drop the mic moment. You know what I'm saying? So uh, be brave. Be brave. And, you know, it saddens me that all of the killings we've seen this last week, okay? And me and Ed talked about last night. You didn't get to be on here, but we talked about last night, Fran, about we had a school shooting, a synagogue. Uh, hostage situation, another school shooting. Okay. I heard about the synagogue. And that was it. Every time the Democrats start getting in trouble, we start having shootings, hostage situations, and terror attacks. Mm -hmm. I noticed that. And uh, it started again. It started again. Uh, you know, they can say this person was mentally imbalanced or whatever. I say they're programming these people to do this or they're, or they're paying them to do it or something. You know, they say they lock them up. They say they put them in jail. They say they give them, uh, you know, death sentence and execute them. How many people really get to see who's been executed or who's a, if somebody's in a jail or not? I had heard a long time ago that John F. Kennedy Jr. had uh, went down in an airplane. And I saw him on video not too long ago. He's assumed he's, uh, he's well and alive. There's a lot of people out there that people have been noted as being dead and not. Well, they found what it was it his sister or her sister, but they never found him and her. Uh, him and his wife. Him and his wife. They never did find them. Well, they're they're alive and well. You know, I, I've saw I'm seeing a video a video interview with them. And I believe where it was JFK Jr. If he'd been in that water, they would have found him. Mm-hmm. They put out a whole lot more effort for somebody like that than they would me or you. So, no, I know it. I know it. Uh, but anyway, Fran, it's been a good night, good show. Yes, it has. Got a little it's been long. a long day. <laughs> the show's been a little longer than I meant for it to be. Uh, but uh, we, we covered a lot of ground tonight, you know. Yes, we did. Um, I, I hope it, she, she'll be on later because that, girl, that girl's got a lot of intelligence, okay? A lot of, a lot of good stuff. And uh, I don't know, and I apologize to the ones that are still with us that uh, she wasn't there tonight. But uh, I'll let you know when she's coming yeah. again. I'll make a note. I have, I have been, I've, like Bill, I was waiting for that uh, letter that we read out tonight about the Nuremberg yeah. Code. And I have been looking for it, looking for it, and looking for it. And a friend of mine had uh, sent it to me. And I immediately called Bill just as I was posting sin so he could go ahead and, and pull it up and we could present it to you guys tonight. So that happened with, you know, about a quarter after eight this evening. 
Yeah, it, it was the weird. Eastern time. <laughs> it was less than an hour for the show. So, uh, but anyway, good job on that because uh, I think I think I had told you a while back about that. Had there was somebody finding? You uh, you did, but we hadn't found the evidence of it till tonight. And uh, so, uh, I had heard that the lawyers were filing, and uh, I was wanting to. I was wanting to break it, but I didn't want to break it, you know, until I had something proof that they had filed, you know what I'm saying? But still nobody's talking about it. I mean, this paper that we, you know, that, that we was looking at, it, it, I mean, it was a good publication. Uh, they broke it. I give them credit for that. You know what I'm saying? But still, I think we're the first ones in the podcast world to come out with it. Or, but if, the United, if the United States is not a member of that international court, they'd have no reason to bring it up. Right. But it's still under international law. They can force them to turn exactly. them over. And, uh, you know, that, that's what they said. You know, they didn't want to turn they didn't want to turn Mingala over and all the other Nazis that they prosecuted. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. when you got when you got the whole world saying, hey, you killed our people. You know, uh, you know, the last time it was you killed the Jews. This time it's, it's like you, you try to kill the world. You know, what is it? Four or five million people dead now. Uh, Too many. Too yeah. Many. yeah. No, over eight, I think. I think I think I heard Paul say, Rand Paul say something about eight million people or something. But I mean, it, it, it's unreal, you know, and, and, and look at all the ones that are seriously disabled for life. Yeah. Even little yeah. Even even with all the death around, I have I have lost twelve to fourteen people in the past well since the pandemic hit, and none of it was an accident, and none of it was COVID related, until I found out night before last that uh, my cousin's husband passed away uh, with COVID pneumonia, and he was treated on the ventilator, and uh, <laughs> his lungs turned to concrete. Um, and that was, um, uh, he was a veteran, let's put it that way, and, and was treated. You know, and, uh, it's, it's, it's devastating when this happens to anything. Yes, yes you know, I mean, I, I'm meeting people, you know, because I'm out, you know, meeting people. And I meet more and more people. The next thing I know, you know, they get on my Facebook and I get to looking and boom, you know, they got this person dying or that person dying in their family. And it, it's, it's really uh, terrible for them. Mm -hmm. But when you take the accumulative, it, 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 it's hard on me too. think about all these people, yeah. you know, and seeing these families go through this and, you know, and, and talking to them, you know, even on Facebook, you know, you, you get to know more, I mean, and, and then you really feel for them. Yeah. And, uh, so and people that just don't un understand that this was purposely done. And yeah, we don't need that anymore that we need a, a hole in our shoe. Right. You know, it's, I'm beyond angry, but I'm not angry at the people. I'm angry at the individuals that took our lives in their hands and played God with it. Right. You know, and and all along that they, they were set in a lie to you, when, even when they're caught in their lies. 
Yeah. You know, that's, you know, you know, I, I keep going back to the idea where Fauci had wrote the definition of gain of function. Remember that? Mm-hmm. And then when he was cornered on it, he said, I didn't say it. And they gave him that. And instead of coming up with a lucrative uh, thing on it, he basically just tried to say, well, you're a nipkin poop. You know, that's what that's what little kids do when they can't come, come up with the right answer. They start calling names, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he called called one of the senators the other day a moron, okay? Uh, wonder what he'd say about us, Bill. I don't know, but I'll tell you what he is. He's a murderer. He is. You know, and uh, he's guilty. He needs to be tried and he needs to be convicted. And thank God it looks like that's happening. Well, Fran, I'm going to call it off here. Uh, yeah, so we need to say goodnight. Good day. <laughs> I'll talk to you in the morning, okay? Not too early. <laughs> okay. That's good with me. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for listening. And uh, may God bless you and keep you safe. I hope that you don't get the COVID. If you do, remember there's other things you can do. And uh, you can always give me a call. I got an idea of what you can do to help you. Yeah, you can always make your own hydrochloroquine. <laughs> yeah, I did mine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so y'all take care of yourselves. Stay safe. These roads are bad right now in some places in the country. Here it's terrible. Um our road company does the best they can, but you got to understand the type of roads we live on. And um, y'all, y'all just be safe and hug your children and tell them you love them and don't vaccinate them. Please don't vaccinate them. There's too much out there. We've, we've discovered too much and we've shared too much with you. Uh, so, but that has to be your choice, but I, it would break my heart if you did. And until next time, may God bless you, your home, your family. I love even the little children and keep us all safe till the next time. And most of all, may God bless America.